Radio. <laughs> Seriously, though, George Takei was on uh, the board of transportation for LA School District for like 10 years. Really? Yeah, he tried oh, to get my. the subway going. And then they asked him to step down because he was getting too much force and they weren't going to spend the money. Uh, George, stop caring about the city and stop trying to make improvements. Please step aside. This Pretty much it was like, you're getting too much attention. You need to step down or something's going to happen. <laughs> and he's like, oh shit, I have to step down. Yeah. <laughs> I'm an Asian guy in L.A. That sounds like L.A. How is Gavin Newsom doing? Aww. God. Shots fired, plow, plow, plow. <laughs> anyway <laughs> okay i'm right. good now thanks for getting me riled up yeah so jason i do just want to throw this out there i had surgery a few days ago yes i heard so you're, you're all right a little quiet oh yeah it was my appendix out okay you're feeling all right yeah but so if i'm a little i don't know weirder than usual i'll make up yeah. for it I'll make she, up she's not exactly popping Percocets, but no, I don't want to take the Percocet. Nobody does, babe. That's why you're not. That's why you're not. You're just, I mean, we you're just sleepy on ibuprofen cause... and I don't know, sleep deprivation or something. I mean, there might be a little bit of that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm running on five hours of sleep. Maybe. Ooh, humble brag. Uh, no, that means that I may fall asleep if I'm not talking. So just smack, just yell at me. Brigger, wake up. <laughs> Jason, what happened next? Uh, what, what, what? I don't know. What? Are we still talking about that Marky Mark movie? Fuck. Oh, oh, I got some. I got some stuff on this one. Oh, oh, okay. All right, all right. Ready? <laughs> we ready, everybody? Yep. Ready for this? All right. <clears throat> All right, gentlemen, synchronize. Get ready in three, two, one. What's up? Uh, go, go, go! I'm a contract killer. That's the only thing that I'm good at. This is a bonus hit. Without a doubt. 10,000 the web hits the big man. Not every creamer? Yeah. I'm really sorry about the mess. <laughs> Fire! Don't get paid! Thank you, sir. This is gonna be the right time to tell them that we're engaged. You seem like a nice enough German-Irish fella. Toy, toy, toy. You're, you're gonna put your father in an early grave. Got a little present for you. Oh, who is it? Sammy tonight. I oh, diced him up a little bit. Did you clean him? Oh, oh man. man. Ew. Hmm. He's kind of cute. Who is that? You sure you don't want to go on this little cable we got planned for tomorrow? This is the girl? No, it's your mammy. This is a kidnapping, right? That's right. So what's up with you guys? You're playing tribute to the Spice Boys or something? Hey, boss, what's going on? There has been an unauthorized kidnapping. The kidnappee happens to be my goddaughter. What? Is that true? The truth? Yeah, I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Shut up. There's a hit squad coming for your ass right now. Get him. Get him! He's after all of us. Knock a lot. Let's work. 
from the team that brought you Broken Arrow and Face Off. I'm Steve. And I'm Missy. And this is Everything I Learned from Movies. And tonight. Oh, tonight. Uh, we are continuing Marky March Woo! with 1998's The Big Hit. What? Oh, but babe. Steve. We are not alone for this cinematic masterpiece. Oh, we, we could never do this alone. Never. Uh, but with us. We have Jason from the History of Bad Ideas podcast. Welcome, Woo! Jason. Thank you, thank you. Um, I will say every time I come on your show, I get a better film. So that's right. I, I feel that's a good sign. Um, <laughs> maybe if you can get me for Torque, that's the one I want. Uh, oh boy! <laughs> uh, coming next, Motorio. Mo- uh, May. Hey, May in May. Motor May. Yeah, we already got me done, though. So. <laughs> How about no Vroomber? <laughs> ah, I like vroom, it. Vroom, vroom, vroom. <laughs> you could do Biker Boys and then Torque. Oh, wait, aren't they the same movie? No, don't you, you sure? dare. <laughs> Torque is a masterpiece. It's and, Adam Scott. <laughs> but Biker Boys has Orlando Jones. <laughs> it's true. And Steve's wife has a thing for Orlando Jones. <laughs> it's true. Wildly underrated. She would like to make seven up hers. <laughs> oh, but before we get into this movie, babe, I don't know about you. I'm a little thirsty. Oh, I'm not sober, but... <laughs> Close uh, Jason, are you having a beverage on your end? Uh, I have orange agave. It's uh, a nice drink from Municipal Brewery. Brewery, uh, if I can say that right. Uh, they sponsor our podcast sometimes. History of bad ideas. Um, and it's really good. It's really good. Nice. Well, on our end, we have something similar. We have from Wasatch Brewery, their apricot hefeweizen. Which is beer with natural apricot flavoring. Excellent. Uh, Let's see. This smooth and unfiltered fruited Hefeweizen has a beautiful apricot nose. What? And a refreshingly light tart finish. The bounty of the orchard is now portable. Okay. 4.8% alcohol by volume. Oh. And uh, my top. Oh, his top. Nice. And uh, over to Izzy for Le Sip. I get a sip. Ooh, smells like apricots. Yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah. Pretty heavy-handed on the artificial apricot, but, like, not unpleasant. Just very, very apricot. Oh, yeah. Very effervescent. That's more apricot than some of the other ones we've had, huh? Yeah, totally. Yeah, this is, um... It tastes like a, like a ring pop. 
Yeah, I, I was gonna say like Ooh. one of your uh, your sparkly waters, but like double down oh, on the this, flavor. I would say this is much. Yeah, like, like a more full-bodied yeah. <laughs> version of it, I guess. And uh, I just want to throw out here on the Orlando Jones thing, uh, <laughs> if the only other person who listened to a beardo and a weirdo way back in the day, uh, I'm the person who kept tweeting at them about Orlando Jones fun facts. <laughs> 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 They just, they put out their, I don't know, it was a little podcast, two guys, super nice guys, only had like three listeners, and they would just put out there on their Twitter, like, hey, does anybody have any comments or fun facts or anything? And we were watching American Gods at the time, so I just started looking up Orlando Jones fun facts, and they had no idea who I was, or that if I was even <laughs> a listener, and they were very, very confused. And at one point, they thought I might be Orlando Jones. <laughs> and I tagged Orlando Jones in all of the tweets. Babe, your uh, your birthday coming up could be Orlando June. Oh, snap. no, we have something good planned. <laughs> it's for, true, we do. Maybe next year. Maybe next year. But <laughs> <laughs> so wait a minute, wait a minute. Orlando Jones or Orlando Bloom? Orlando Jones. Oh, Jones. Okay. Evolution. Yeah, yeah, Evolution and Say It Ain't So and other Sleep. cinematic masterpieces. Sleepy Hollow, the TV series. Yeah, and he plays... Uh... Osmosis Jones, or am I just... No. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, he plays... Oh my goodness, the trickster god. Um, out of BC, no. Um... Herpes. <laughs> oh my um, god, Orlando uh, Jones and Oz. The African spider legend, anyway. Yeah, he plays yeah, yeah. him in American Gods. And it's great because you get to see Orlando Jones get fired fucking up on a slave ship. Yeah, I swear it's like a BC or something like that. That's why I was thinking. Uh... <laughs> it's like a KC or something. Yeah. yeah. What? Can we just talk about Orlando Jones for the rest of the time? Because I love him. I'm serious. Well, I, mean, like, I love that man. I mean, we have the yoked out version of Orlando Jones in this movie played by Bokeem Woodbine. But uh-huh. oh, 1998. <laughs> That's oh. right. <laughs> I got a lot to say about Crunch. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. You mean the real star of the show? Yes. <laughs> Go ahead. All right, well, first, a little background here. We yeah. got 1998's The Big Hit from director Kirk Wong, um, or uh, I, I think his Chinese name is like uh, Cheki Wong or something like that. It said at the beginning of the movie. I don't have it written down, though. Uh, spoiler alert. He did Chinese movies, but then 1993's Crime Story starring Jackie Chan. This, a TV movie, The Disciples, starring Ice-T, Ava Mendez, Will Yun Lee, and Aaron Daniels. And he's also acted in like 30 things over the last 45 years. Oh, shit. Yeah. But uh, unfortunately, most of the stuff we haven't seen because, uh, you know, China. But. Sorry, hold on a second, Steve. Cameron, <laughs> get out of the plant, you dumb shit. Cameron, I see you from here. No, you're not, because I'm being camouflage. She thinks just because she's behind the curtain, she's not backlit. You can't see me. <laughs> Sorry. He's going to eat plants and plastic for the next hour and a half. No yeah, big deal. Crunch, crunch, crunch. <laughs> My delicious. five-year-old's playing on the Switch. I was like, uh, Mom's going to be home in like five minutes. You can play on the Switch until she gets home. I got a podcast. And he's like, <laughs> done. <laughs> I love it. Nice. All right. Sorry, Steve. Continue. No worries. Oh, this movie's from writer Ben Ramsey. Who's he? Well, he started off with this. And then he's the writer-director of Love and a Bullet, 
starring Tretch as a hitman who falls in love with the boss's daughter. <gasps> but then he directed quite possibly the greatest straight-to-DVD movie ever made, Blood and Bone. Babe, do you remember Blood and Bone, the Michael Jai White? Don't. Okay, we're going to have to watch it again. Is but, that a hitman that falls in love with a woman again? Because that seems uh, like his M.O. It's, it's a lot better than that, actually. Uh, <laughs> but then his career came to a screeching halt when he wrote Dragon Ball Evolution in 2009. <laughs> so then he's been doing, like, shorts ever since. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine your career is going okay and then it's one film and it's Dragon Ball Z? Like, you've yeah. got to be so excited to write that. Finally, the big time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, ben, that was a piece what? of shit. Um, you're done. What? Yeah. yeah. What do you mean it's between that and Street Fighter, The Rise of Chun-Li for the worst movie ever? Oh, such a Balrog was awesome in it. <laughs> Coming next week. No. Um... <laughs> so haven't we already done that one? No, we just watched it because I've oh, never seen just, it. We just watched it for day because we're Because we're masochists. All right. <laughs> to watch that, you are. Oh yeah, uh, but this movie stars, of course, Mark Wahlberg as Melvin Smiley. Yeah. Lou Diamond Phillips as Cisco. Oh yeah. Captain Avery Brooks as Paris. <laughs> Not to be confused with Tom Paris. No. Uh, Christina Applegate, Bokeem Woodbine, Antonio Sabato Jr., China Chow, Elliot Gould. You know, seventies heartthrob Elliot Gould, and yeah, Lila Rashad, among others. <laughs> Uh, Jason, was this your first time watching this movie? It is not. Um, back in the day, uh, I previewed this movie back in the day when my brother used to work at the movie theater. And we had no idea what it was. And we went into it, really enjoyed it. In fact, I enjoyed it so much, I had it on VHS. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, we watched this on my DVD I've had since, well, 1998. So yeah. <laughs> I had to rent this for this podcast. Oh, no. You don't have you didn't kick out the pull out the old VHS. And... I do not have the VHS anymore, unfortunately. <laughs> oh, uh, I think man. I had the DVD of this, but I don't know where it's at anymore. Uh, so I had to rent it for two ninety nine. Uh, so this oh, was probably my, like my tenth time watching it. Uh, I'll be honest; it was a week ago that I watched it, and now I'm still struggling to figure out what happened. <laughs> oh, it's okay. I have seen this dozens, if not like a hundred times. I. I low-key love this movie. Yeah. De- probably my easily my favorite Marky Mark movie. Not uh, not The Happening? No. What? No. What? <laughs> How about you, babe? I think we're about a Transformer. The first time I watched it was with you, my love. What, just like a year or two ago? Or... Yeah, the, yeah, when we oh, did okay. the pandemic watch. That was my first time oh, watching really? it. Oh. It just escaped my my radar, which is weird because I I love Hitman comedies. Gross Point Blank is amazing. Yeah, it was right around. Yeah, Gross Point Blank's like ninety nine, two thousand. There were a bunch of right? them right in there. Like I can't think of any of them right now, but yeah, there are a few. Yeah. yeah. So Jason, you you read this one. Uh, do you remember any of the deleted scenes though? <laughs> I do not. <laughs> I do not. All right. Uh, basically, they're, they're nothing major. Like there's one where the you know the the straight jacket homie speech is a little longer, um, but it ends with uh, crunch don't jack unless it's black. <laughs> <laughs> so you can see why that might have been taken out. 
God, are there any? I'm just like checking over my notes here real quick, see if there's any others. Uh... Oh yeah, there's a whole subplot where Antonio Sabato Jr. Uh, uh, like put on a dress to like be undercover for a hit or something, oh. and and they they cut that all out because you know '98. But I I can just picture Antonio Sabato Jr. being like so proud of that scene and like right. telling everybody like, oh man, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be the funniest part of the whole movie, and then like. Uh, what, what do you mean it's not in here? <laughs> uh, but the movie starts on a Thursday. <laughs> and uh, we see uh, Marky Mark and Antonio Sabato Jr. Uh, was it Melvin and Vince? They're just switching some bags, doing some small chat. And then they notice one of the bags is leaking blood. <laughs> All right, so... <laughs> Guys, just go watch this movie. It's, it's three bucks apparently on Amazon Prime. Worth you, every. You could probably buy it for five. <laughs> I don't. <know>. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> get the Blu-ray. No, I don't know. Um, but yeah, we get a little scene where uh, you know Melvin, Marky Mark, he's uh, he's you know chopping up bodies in a bathtub in his apartment. Yeah. Oh no, it's a house. It's full. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. It's a full house. Mansion. That's right. That's right. He has two houses apparently in this one because he's got the one where next uh... door to each other. Oh shit! Were they actually next door? Yeah, they were next door. That's why there's the scene of him backing the super the suburban out of one driveway and then pulling into the next oh, one. And that's just... why there's the comment about the uh, uh, when the parents show up and they go like, "Man, the neighbors next door are kind of rude," but no. they. I, we found the place here. We I, found the place. I think what that is is just all the houses there in that suburb look alike. Yeah, no, no. And, and so he, like, pulled into the wrong house, and the neighbor is just like, hey, wrong one, asshole. Oh, sorry. No. And then he pulled to the one directly next to it. No, 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 no. The scene where he moves his own car, he he okay. kisses the fiancé good morning, gets in the car, backs it out, pulls into the garage of the next door house. No, good, okay. And then goes to... To see uh, his captive. White people we'll houses to. all look the same. That's what I'm saying. It's true. They're all McMansions. You racist. <laughs> we know you live in a McMansion. Who? You. Me? Yes, you. Uh, just because I have a butler and two security guards, that doesn't mean it's a mansion. No, no, no. It's a it, McMansion. Oh, you can't McMansion. afford the butler and the security guards. In a but gated you... community with all that untidy Venus kickback money. Yeah, I, to- I told you. You've this. got a you've got a couple of weird faux pillars out front. Maybe a like little quarter balcony that doesn't actually go anywhere. I've told you this that they've wanted to put a secure uh, gate up at the entrance of my subdivision for years, and then they decide, oh crap, we have three entrances to the subdivision because it's a pretty big subdivision with houses, and it's like. No, we don't want that. Why are you putting a gate up? They're like, well, that way, you know, solicitors don't come. I'm like, they'll find a way. It's okay. We're going- yeah. <laughs> Simmer down. You get one solicitor maybe six, every six months. It's okay. Sorry. Damn right. No. So, so he's in one of his houses, and uh, he, and we see his girlfriend, Leela Rashawn, and uh, she wants her money because of – Apparently, like, she just wants $25,000 because, okay, guys, long and short of this, Melvin's a hitman, but he's, he's like, anxious and he wants everybody to like him. And so Leela Shran's this manipulative bitch who basically just drains him for money, you know, the old-fashioned way. And <laughs> and he's just oh, like, okay, how much do you need? Some... Okay, I could probably get it by tomorrow. $25,000. How's your mother? Yeah. And so... <laughs> 
And so they make out a bit, you know, for 25 grand. I'd make out with Marky Mark. Um, and then while they're making out, like, uh, she, like, I don't know, steps back into the dead body. And he's like, oh, what the hell? What's that? Oh, that's Sammy. He's so we got a nice cute. little... Uh, <laughs> go ahead, Jason. He's kind of cute. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Smash cut to a montage of Marky Mark doing some kickboxing and his stunt double jumping on a pummel horse <laughs> and right? doing that shit. <laughs> I, what is it about these type of the John Woo type of films that they have to have like some type of gymnastics montage, right? Oh, it's the Jim yeah. Cotta baby. Look, you were just lucky. There's no flaming doves. Spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we get some good old fashioned locker room talk. Oh. <laughs> Jason, you know you know how this is. You, me, all the other male models standing around in our super tight silky underwear, talking about how we've never jerked off before. Except oh, for Crunch. your silky underwear. They were all in bare butts for a couple of scenes. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's there's some man-ass in this movie. You're I, I have ladies. been in many locker rooms, not in, a, not in a weird way, and I don't think this conversation has ever come up in my life. Ever. <laughs> I don't even know you, how you Jeff, start. Jim, Brian, you, you, you guys don't talk about this there in, uh, in the studio? Uh, well, off air, maybe. No, uh, <laughs> I, I will say... This is where Crunch, uh, if I remember correctly, starts talking about how he no longer wants a, uh, he needs a girlfriend, right? Yep. Yep. And he's, he, because he finally found the pleasure of his hand. And it's yep. like, wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. And all of them, Lou Diamond Phillips. First off, can we talk about Lou Diamond in this? <laughs> yes, absolutely. First off, he has a gold <laughs> tooth. Love the gold tooth. He's kind of the leader of the group. And. Where the hell did they pull Lou Diamond Phillips at? I remember watching this, and the only other 90s, like, late 90s movie that he did was Bats. And yeah. I'm like, why is he having a main role in When I first watched this, I'm like, he should not have a main role in this, right? Uh, but he pulled it off. After Highway to Hell. No, not uh, Route 666. Oh, this is before. But... Okay. But, but but you have to keep in mind Mark Wahlberg, yeah, you know, post, I I, I think Boogie Nights might have been just before this or maybe right after, like um, you know this is like his third or fourth major movie. <laughs> I want to say Boogie Nights was ninety six or ninety seven. Yeah 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 I think it was like ninety seven Boogie Nights this basically. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you got a Academy Award winning performance. What are you going to do? Big hit. <laughs> I'm doing it. Yeah. I'm doing it. Yeah. With, and this the best part about Marky Mark is he's in full dye job hair, right? Oh like, yeah. Like, what is that? Like reddish hair? Yeah, it's like red, orange, or like frosted tips, or it's, some sort of weird. It's whatever the same weird color part Paul McCartney's gone to. Wait, what? Paul McCartney. Yeah, he dyes his hair the same like weird rusty old man red. The Beatle? Yeah. Yeah. But then he has parts gray in it too, like you can see like some gray in it. Not right, Marky I... Mark. I apparently uh, need to see uh, Paul, McCartney. Paul McCartney here yeah, recently. Paul McCartney Hold on. like now. Well, yeah. <laughs> no, 1960s. He had red. He had red. <laughs> well, these pictures are black and white. How do you know what color his hair is? <laughs> yeah, right. He was a redhead the whole time. Who knew? Oh, holy shit. Am I wrong? Yeah, yeah. Just with a little more gray and stuff mixed yeah, in. Yeah, just a lighter base. <laughs> Paul, get oh. your shit together. Right, oh, he has Mark enough did. money to get his hair properly done. Right. <laughs> Throw a little about that, Dave. 
about that. Thing. Oh, and, and for those who don't know, uh, yeah, yeah, he's talking. Uh, Crunch is talking about how he doesn't need a woman anymore because he's got his hand. And they're like, "Wait, you never masturbated before?" He's like, "I've been fucking since I was 10. <laughs> Honey, you were raped. We have to start a whole different oh, version no. of therapy. <laughs> I want to go into that backstory. <laughs> Give me his uh, his uh, prequel. <laughs> the Rise of Crunch. <laughs> I'd watch it. Oh, 100%. So then after the locker room talk, uh, they dress up like a construction crew for their next job. And this is where Izzy said, Mark Mark looks like uh, if John Cena and Seth Green had a baby. <laughs> and now I can't get it out of my head. It's true. As he gets older, it just more looks like John Cena ate Seth Green. <laughs> With the acting of Dax Shepard. Yeah. <laughs> then we go to some nice human trafficking going on at a hotel where I don't know they're trying to conduct business of like selling midwestern chicks for like thirty grand a head or something. And then the lights go out, and uh, we get a little nice little some like night vision action, and you know pop pop pop, and then a flash grenade while he's wearing shades and doing the super slow mo. And then Marky Mark basically goes in and kills everybody while the other three sit around and, I don't know, sip tea literally in a scene. Want some creamer? Non-dairy creamer? You're right. (laughs) Yeah, they're just drinking the little creamer packets, which I did that when I was seven, but didn't do it when I was 27. (laughs) But just for the record, the French vanilla and the cocoa ones are the best ones. I, I like that they hit on the women there. Like, oh, of course. right? The women being sex trafficked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no, no, the no, the proper time, guys. Uh, under twenty, no tattoos. Uh, blonde, midwestern. No, I want my money. Uh, I know you guys have been through hell, but uh, you want to go out on a date with some hitmen? Oh yeah, that seems normal. Let's do that. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, and I, and I love how they're they're hitting on the girls when they're like not interested. It ends with damn lesbians. Yeah. <laughs> It was the 90s, okay, Steve? It was a different era. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was uh, 93 to about 2008. Yeah, yeah, that was... <laughs> She's not into it. She's a lesbian. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's you and your gold tooth, Lou Diamond. Right. Yeah, well, anyway, Marky Mark's trying to get the, the target. He's killed, like, 30 other people during this action montage thing going on. Um, and okay, there, there's one stuff in this that I thought was actually really kind of cool where he's like, he like jumps down and like, there's these stairs with a guardrail in the middle and he like catches it, uh, the guardrail, like right under his armpit, like, like just lands like, pa, and then like, you know, aims and shoots. And then the guys, another guy's like shooting back and he like rolls down the stairs on the guardrail and shit. And I'm like, Oh fuck. That's awesome. And it would not hurt him one bit. Not even a little bit. Nope. He, he'd even break a sweat. No. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, long story short, he ends up getting the, uh, the, the target with, uh, you know, in, in an elevator. But then, uh, yeah, somebody sets off like a, or like drops a grenade or something. And so he has to jump out the window on a bungee cord. <laughs> Woo. But then he doesn't time it right. So the bungee cord starts going back up as it explodes. Whoosh. And uh, he dies. Roll credits. Guys, what do we think of the big hit? <laughs> Shorter than I thought. All right. <laughs> no, he ends up like landing in a pool and, you know, you get the 
shot of him like splashing in the pool and you see the explosion and the reflection and slow-mo it's it's i i like it uh this is the most 90 scene i've ever seen right <laughs> i know and it's then awesome i say that until the next scene <laughs> and then the next yeah. scene well t- take us away what's what's the next scene Oh, shit, what is the next scene? Hold on. <laughs> now you can call, call me out. <laughs> shit, now I forgot about that. What is the next scene, Steve? <laughs> well, we get a nice little fire wipe, which is always great, uh, to where um, he's at... uh, a- Avery Brooks, what's his name, Paris, the, yes. the big boss man, he's uh, he's paying everybody, and, of course, Marky Mark gets the bonus for uh, killing the, the main target or whatever instead of, like, 55 other people. And uh, Lou Diamond Phillips is like, whoa, whoa, whoa. He's not the one that killed him. I, I, I killed him. He was still twitching when I found him. We get a little flashback of him, like, I don't know, dancing around the body and then shooting it. Yes. And, Which and, is the uh, first show, the first scene that you notice that Lou Diamond Phillips is probably going to be a bad guy in this film. Yeah, yeah. He's he's definitely not a good guy. No. but And Marky Mark, of course, because he wants everybody to like him, like tosses him the bonus and... Uh, He's like, thanks, Melvin. This is going to go towards my boat. Yeah. All I wanted is a boat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then they go back to the locker room, and uh, uh, Lou Diamond Phillips is talking to Marky Mark. He's like, hey, uh, you want to do that gig tomorrow? He's like, I don't know, man. It's kind of like moonlighting. We probably shouldn't do that, you know? How's your mother? And <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. I want you to finish that. <laughs> that's all that's all i got <laughs> uh so, so he's having second thoughts about it blah 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 so then he goes home and in the garage we see he like opens up the tool wall and there's like a shit ton of guns and stuff behind it and then he gets a call jason who's on the phone uh that would be his girlfriend nope. right nope no okay. big top video what's that oh that's right because he has a late movie <laughs> That's right. Okay, time out. out. uh, Remember those things? Video stores? Yes. The best part is it's a running joke throughout the whole thing with the video, right? Like the late piece in that. And it ends up with him basically threatening to kill like this 17-year-old redheaded kid. (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, this kid deserves to fucking die. I get that, but it. (laughs) I don't discount that, Izzy. But the whole thing (laughs) is like... This, this is it? Like, this is your big hero? He's beating up this guy with acne right now? Like, and don't <laughs> well, even well, get me started with that. They blow up the store later on. But, like... Uh, spoilers. Spoilers, no, spoilers. sorry. <laughs> That's right. The whole but, thing Jason, is... what movie is two weeks overdue? Oh, um, shit. I knew I had it written down. Hold on. <laughs> shit. He's running down His the notes are in the kitchen, <laughs> apparently? What the I hell? Do have, no. <laughs> I do have notes. Hold on. I started taking notes when I came on your show uh, when, uh, what was it, uh, Passion of the Christ. Because uh, I started making hash marks every time he was whipped, and then I got bored with that. Um, <laughs> and then it just looked like you scribbled out everything. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, so I started taking notes on everything, Black Widow and everything. Oh, shit. What is it? Hold on, I had it. It's coming next month in April. Ah. Oh, what is uh King... King Kong! King Kong lives! King Kong lives! Yeah! yeah. Sorry, Glenda Hamilton! Yes. Is this why it took us, like, seven goddamn years to find this movie? Pretty much. I, because I... Marky Mark had it the whole fucking time? That's right. 
he had the one copy of Big Top Video, and then he blew oh, up Big Top Video. We'll get into it, but I think he has two copies. I think he has both copies in existence. We'll get to it. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll get to it. But, yeah, uh, so, yeah, around this time, that's when his uh, fiance comes home, and it's Jewish Christina Applegate. <laughs> yes, with the stereotypical family, right? The stereotypical oh Jewish family. Yep, and her family's coming tomorrow. She wanted to surprise Marky Mark, which all obviously upsets his stomach because, you know, it's meeting the parents. And he also finds out that, oh, yeah, I haven't told him that we're engaged or that you're not Jewish. And he's like, oh, God. Oh, and then, like, it is a running gag in this that he just has bottles of Mylanta everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> like, he opens up the medicine cabinet, and there's just 20 bottles in there. It's the only thing in there. His locker at work, like, we get another shot of it later, and it's, like, hundreds of bottles in there. It's everywhere. Oh, and I hope you're okay, sweetie. I also lent Daddy $50,000 because, you know, him and Mom had that gambling problem or some shit. Is that, that last $50,000 in our bank account? Don't worry, I lent it to my parents! You're doing so good at work, I didn't think you'd mind! Here's my <laughs> issue. So, his one girlfriend wants 25000 His other one loaned 50000 <laughs> Where in this conversation in my whole life, I've never had a girlfriend or significant other say, hey, I need 15000 or I need, I, I took 35000 out and did this. Like, that hey, never Jason, happened. Jason, another quick question. Yeah. Uh, do you have a joint account with any girlfriend from your past? Uh, with my wife. Yes, your wife, but any girlfriend? Uh, when we moved fiance. in together, my... Or side piece? She's a fian- She's the fiancé at this point. Yeah. yeah. I, I had so, a joint, girlfriend. I had a joint um, bank account with uh, my wife when we were engaged, because we lived together in sin. So, yeah. what would you do if she came home one day and said, Hey, honey, you know that last $50,000 we had? I gave it to my dad! <laughs> Keep uh, in mind, you're also a hitman. Uh, first off, I have three kids, so I don't have $50,000. Uh, <laughs> second... Uh, to be honest, Izzy, I don't even know what our password is for our bank account, so she could probably do that, and I would have no idea. <laughs> I would have no idea. That's where uh, all that Hobie Patreon money's going? Yes, exactly. He's going to go to order Pop Dolls and just be like, why is it my heart going through? <laughs> she... <laughs> uh, spoilers, I don't want to give too much away, but for the Cincinnati Comic Expo, September 23rd through 25th, we are giving away not only Funko Pops for trivia, Clifford the Big Red Dog DVDs. Did you win an eBay lot? Uh, Brad, who does this with us, he got seven of them for free. Oh, (laughs) wait. That means we can send Dark Knight, Steve. (laughs) Uh, We gave most of those away now. So if you guys want Clifford, I'm telling you, I can get you one. If we get more Dark Knights, we'll send them to you guys to give away. Do it. We, We legitimately had seven or eight copies at one point. We will take anything for giveaways. We'll put them in a Nicolas Cage bag of stuff. Um, <laughs> anyway, so let me ask you this. So I'm bouncing around here, um, mostly because it's been a week since I watched this. I'm trying to go back and remember through my notes. what the. I don't take notes in order, so that was bad. Um, let me ask you this. Why is, there, why is this a subplot? Christina Applegate's family. Why? Because it's going to play in the comedy later, because as we find out the next day, Friday, the big uh, moonlighting gig is kidnapping the daughter of some rich Japanese bigwig. And then, you know, 
So then they're going to have to store her somewhere, like, at the house when the parents are visiting. Oh, how awkward. Well, you think the guy's rich, right? You know, you know, when you double book yourself, like dinner with the parents and kidnapping at the same time. <laughs> like trying to find a hooker and get her back to the college party before 8 p.m. That's right. Yeah. Shout out to Vamp. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I will say I felt a little dirty at this point when they go to kidnap uh, Kiko. Is it Kiko? Yes, Kiko. Yep. Um, she's in a schoolgirl outfit and mm-hmm. they kidnap her. And Marky Mark, spoilers, starts having a thing for her. And I feel like she's like 16 and he's like 27 in the scene. No, no. He, she's in college. No, I no, think they no, make that no. pretty clear. No. They may have tried to say it was in college. She, Steve, she was not in college. No one she in might, college She might have been a freshman. It, okay, maybe advanced placement. You know, she, might, she, she graduated early. You know. It was creepy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it gets a little creepy, but uh, uh, Jason, yeah, we also have to point out, we also get to see her father for the first time about the time she's getting kidnapped. <laughs> and when her he has father, a sword? Yeah, Mr. Mishi, this big wig that they're kidnapping and they're going to like hold a ransom for a million dollars, but the first time we see him is in his mansion and uh, he's talking to his accountant and he's like, well, that's it, Mr. Mishi, you're officially broke. He's like, <laughs> How could I possibly be broke? Like, well, you made this billion-dollar movie taste the golden spray that you decided to direct and star in, and you have never been in a movie before. Plus, you also did gold leaf posters for all the out for all the movie theaters, which is in the uh, the movie the video store at the end. Yeah, <laughs> which they use as a protection. That was hilarious, and the. Again, not to jump ahead, but when they they're fighting, they both look at it. <laughs> Classic. I will. Yeah. I I do like that part. I did like <laughs> I did like the joke that he was broke. Like they were thinking they're getting all this money. They're like, uh, we have nothing. Damn it. I like that <laughs> so, idea. So I, I do have to grant this movie everything pays off. Mm-hmm. There there's nothing that's planted in this movie that doesn't pay off in some way or another, and I love it. I don't I don't disagree with you on that at all. Is he? I, I agree. Like even little, as much as I hated the, the fucking movie rental place with the King Kong, you know, and he becomes, it looks like he's a jerk at the end. It's still funny. Like it still comes across oh, as it works. And we'll get to it, but that's like one of the greatest fighting scenes in yeah. cinema, in my opinion, <laughs> is the showdown in the rental place. Yes. Oh, Jason, I, I have to ask. Okay, so when uh, Marky Mark is. Uh you know, kidnapping Kiko <laughs> and uh, she, there's an unexpected passenger, her, uh, I guess, boyfriend or some sort of just yes. pervy dude that kind of jumped her, in the limo with her. It's the guy yeah. who was hitting on her, on her at the very least. Yeah. And he I, uh, starts getting slightly aggressive and then saying things like uh, sucky, sucky me, love you long time. And I'm like, somebody shoot this motherfucker. And what happens? Somebody shoots that motherfucker. <laughs> Thank God. And, and then Melvin's like, I'm sorry, he was just being very rude. <laughs> you know, the best part is it goes back to Melvin saying that he only kills bad people and obnoxious people. Yeah. Like, yeah. that still doesn't make you a good person. Like, 
Well, well, I like when he's like talking to uh, Cisco or whatever, you know, Lou Diamond Phillips, and yeah. he's like, "I just can't stand the thought of people not liking me." And, he, and Cisco's <laughs> like, "Dude, the hundred or so murders that you've committed probably have families that don't particularly like you." And right? he just stands there stunned. <laughs> oh, okay. So the whole kidnapping, getting them, getting driving, and because. The one hitman is a G thug, right? He has the he has the Seth Green look from Can't Hardly Wait, yeah. right? And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I will say though that like that whole scene is hilarious to me. Like everything about it, even down to the part where they're like doing the ransom, like the record the tape recorder. Yeah. <laughs> you read this, and it's like Loring. Hi, Dad. Whatever. Me kidnap. You give one million dollars, uh, or yeah. and he's like, read what you think is uh, what it should say. Well, how do I know that? You told me to read it. <laughs> Hey, Dad, some dickless douchebags who are impotent kidnapped me and they want money. Okay, stop, stop. Here, I'll write it down. And then and then you, like, scribble something down and it's like, here, read this. Hi, Dad, I've been kidnapped. One million dollars or I'm dead. Perfect. Yes. <laughs> By the way, this, this would be me. Like, they'd have to kill me. Yeah, they'd never take me alive. They'd never take me alive. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, so yeah, they send in the ransom, and the, they decide, hey, we're just gonna stash her at Melvin's place because you know he's a pushover and all that shit. And then wouldn't you know it, as he's unloading the the kidnapped Japanese girl, the parents arrive, Elliot Gould, and I don't know, Jewish mother. And... She was in Big Fat Creek Wedding, right? Yes, that's what she was in. Okay, okay. I, I was like, I know I've seen her in something, but I yeah. It could be anything, literally. <laughs> and then, okay, so they call in the ransom, and her dad is ready to perform Harikiri on himself. <laughs> like, he's, like, singing a song, a sad Japanese song, and putting the sword to his chest, and then, ring, 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 ring. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, basically he gets the call, and, yeah, it's like, what? douchebag, uh, dickless douchebags. Hold on, that's not it. Hold on. No, no, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Get the hemorrhoid cream. Damn it, that's not it either. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I did like, what was it, the buster? Call, uh, what was it to hide the, them? The trace buster buster. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, so see, they try to trace your call, and you can bust it. But they might, but I have the trace buster buster that then bust their buster from tracing your call. <laughs> it was very, I'm telling you, he was Seth Green from Can't Hardly Wait. That's what yeah. he was. <laughs> Is it? Yeah, can't hardly wait. Oh my and then god! I, I love that the the dad just has his like Mister Nishi's ultimate Buster or something. Yes. Yeah, the Buster, Buster, Buster. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but you know, Mister Nishi, he's bankrupt, and he's like, I don't have a million dollars. Like, well, get it, or your daughter's dead. Bye. <laughs> but so... oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, oh no, please, Jason. But take what's it away. the twist, Steve, with the daughter that's kidnapped? Who's well, God Mr. Mishi calls his friend. Oh, Paris. Yeah. Don't kidnap the goddaughter of the your boss or a crime lord. By the way, Jason, I have to ask, did you ever watch Deep Space Nine? Star no. Trek Deep Space Nine? No. Well, you, you know Paris is the captain on those seven seasons of Star Trek, right? No. Oh, Paris really? Is not. Yeah, is Avery Brooke, the, the character 
the actor playing Paris oh, in this oh. movie, not Tom Paris okay. from Tom Voyager. Paris. No. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It, uh, Avery Brooks. He was basically in, uh, what was it? Uh, oh shit. What was the show in the eighties he was in? Anyway, it had to spin off the man, the man named Hawk or something like that. But you know what? He did a he did a phenomenal job. I like him in this. Oh, absolutely. He, he's he's perfect in everything he's in. But he's in so few things because he was in like a big show in the oh Spencer for Hire. He was a oh. uh, uh, Hawk in Spencer for Hire, and then he had a spinoff off that, and then he just kind of did Star Trek: Deep Space Nine for seven years, and then this, and that's it. <laughs> That's it. I'm out. Yep. Yeah. So they call Paris. He's like, they kidnapped my goddaughter. <sighs> and so, and then he calls Lou Diamond Phillips and is like, assemble in my office in 20 minutes. <laughs> what would you do to this guy if he kidnapped your goddaughter? I think I did that wrong with Avery. Sorry. Oh, oh, oh you did. You know, you did it perfectly. And then uh, Lou Diamond Phillips was like, I bust some caps. Bust <laughs> some caps. One of my favorites. You know what? Fuck it. Lou Diamond Phillips is awesome in the whole thing. It's... Yeah. Oh, Lou Diamond Phillips needs to be needs to be evil more often in things. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, I, I was going. To, I was going to jump ahead to how he died, but I don't even. I'll get to that later. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll get to that in a bit, but. <laughs> Yeah, the, yeah, the whole scene where yeah, yeah, Paris is like, "There's been an unauthorized kidnapping in my district, and it just happens to be my goddaughter." And you see Lou Diamond Phillips like turn fucking white, like, "Oh shit, <laughs> who would be that stupid?" <laughs> and in in a stunning move, he turns on Melvin. I'm shocked. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, can we ask that mustache? Can we can we ask that uh, Melvin might be the worst name for a lead character in this type of film? How dare you? I'm no, sorry. It, it kind of is. <laughs> it was going to be Marvin. But like, ah, it's too close to Mark. And <laughs> Mark, Mark, we need to we need to call you Tom. I I, I don't understand. Okay, can, we can't give you a call of Mark. Why? How about Melvin? Well, I guess <laughs> it's like Tony Danza. He only can go by Tony in films. Mark, <laughs> he only can go by names with the start with the letter M. That's it. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And also around this time, uh, you know, uh, he finally meets the parents and I don't know, the mom's upset for whatever reason because he's not Jewish. And and the daughter's like, oh, that's because you're prejudiced. And, you you know, maybe, maybe I am going to marry a Goyim. Ooh, maybe I'll marry a black man. And I'm like, oh, I don't like this conversation at right. all. Ugh. And uh, what interrupts the dinner? Oh, go for it. Huh? That would be assassins, right? No, we're not there yet. <laughs> oh yeah, we're not, yeah we're still like them just. Meeting oh yeah, no, no, you're yeah. at the first one. Sorry. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. So yep. yeah, where we find out, uh, you know, he goes and talks to Elliot Gould, and uh, yes. we find out he has a drinking problem, but he's about to give him a shot of rum, and then the girls come running in. No. Uh, <laughs> what was Elliot Gould doing at this point? Right? Was yeah, fr- nothing. Was French not paying enough at this point? Oh, was he in Friends? Because Steve don't watch. <laughs> uh, he's the Courtney Cox and um, Schwimmer's uh, dad in it. Oh, that totally checks out. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> right. I will say there's some tension between the mom and the dad. 
of little tension between what? them. Because she just keeps buying plastic surgery and he keeps trying to drink and gamble away all his uh, his woes. How much? How at one point he says how much she spent on plastic. Oh, it was like seventy five thousand yeah, dollars. Fifty k the latest, but yeah, a lot, probably a lot before that too. Yeah, it's. Yeah. And she still looks like what, like a thirty two year old cow or something. I don't even know what she, he said, but it was very insulting. I'm like, this may not be the best. Uh, family yeah. to marry into. <laughs> I did like that. It's the late '90s, so Christina Applegate has to wear the tiniest things possible. Oh, of course. I mean, why not? Right? <laughs> yeah. Every it, like when she comes out, I was like, I don't think that was really. You don't need to wear that. Well, I guess you are. It's Christina Applegate, 1990s. My bad. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jason, don't you ruin this for me? Sorry, <laughs> sorry. My bad. <laughs> oh, okay. So, so Kiko, she's like put in the basement. Oh yeah, and we find. And we find out that Marky Mark has her watching King Kong Lives. So it's like, yeah. okay, cool. He At least he knows where the video is. He just really loves the movie, as he should. <laughs> but then, like, five minutes later, we see Leela Rashawn and, I guess, her her man-meat or stupid-ass man-meat or whatever she's got on the side, yeah. too. And what are they watching but King Kong Lives? And I'm like, wait a minute. Did she just steal that tape? From the hostage in the basement in the other house? So I think that's like what it was like leaning towards, that she's so evil she stole the only entertainment yeah. from the hostage. But I prefer <laughs> that it's uh, Marky Mark is so evil he has the only two copies of King Kong Lives in existence. Change your There you go. All right. I'll, I'll allow it. <laughs> All right. So now, uh, so now it's Saturday. And... Um, Oh, that's right. Okay, so yeah, it's Saturday, and uh, I guess the uh, the parents and all that they're going to temple or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so uh, Mark, Mark, Marky Mark, he's like, "Oh, hey guys, I, I'm just gonna chill at home, and I'll make you a nice little kosher meal. I was gonna try to surprise you, but you know." And they're like, "Okay, that sounds good." And uh, yeah, because what Basically, else would a hitman to... do? Right. Oh, especially when the hostage uh, apparently got out of her bindings and is like hopping around the house as they're getting ready. And... <laughs> right. I don't know. So he's got a little bit of a situation because he's like, "Hey, I need to get this crazy Japanese chick. <laughs> I need to get this hostage out of the out of my house because uh, you know my parents are visiting or my in-laws." And of course, Crunch. He's like, <laughs> we we see him on the phone and he's got one of those uh, the hand workout like. <laughs> He has little like spring workout things from the eighties and nineties. Yes. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I'm a, uh, I'm finishing some things up, but I can help you out in about ninety minutes if that's cool. I'm telling you, I want his backstory. <laughs> I want his backstory. Coming soon, anyway. <laughs> uh, but yeah, then Melvin eventually he like takes the gag off of the hostage and. I, I don't know. Like we get a scene where she goes to pee and she, he has to like help with the undies oh. and it's, I don't know. Shall like a romantic comedy, which is kind of weird, but whatever. I, I don't know what this film was supposed to be. I really don't. <sighs> An because... action comedy romance kind of thing, but family yeah. dramedy. <laughs> I'm sure it sounded great on the page, but <laughs> this movie the is amazing. Shut up. The, the toilet scene was kind of creepy. She like... didn't wipe. That did bother me. Yeah. 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 And then the fact that, like, she's in a schoolgirl outfit. Yep. Like. I'm telling you, it's creepy. It is creepy. This like... movie is amazing. 
And I didn't think much of it like the first five, six times I watched it. But like watching it recently, I'm like, oh, this is kind of weird. Like, she's 16, right? She's 16. I don't care if they say she's in college. She's 16. She, she's 18, damn it. Nope. Don't, nope. don't ruin this for me too, Jason. <laughs> My bad. Sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah. We get the whole scene where uh, Cisco like really turns on Melvin because uh, he kills the, the Seth Green looking guy. Humpy? <laughs> What's his name? I, I don't even know, man. I, I've seen this movie like a couple dozen times and I don't remember his name. <laughs> but but yeah, basically he like goes in with like a team of guys like raid in the place because yeah. they like traced it back to this location, the like the next ransom call. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically he's like, tell us where the girl is. Say Melvin. No, you piece of shit. Don't you try to bullshit me. Tell me where she is. Melvin. Yeah. <laughs> I enjoyed that scene. Yeah, <laughs> I really did. It was, and then he's like jumping over the counter with this, the two because Lou Diamond has to have his two gun two guns in each or a gun in each hand, like the badass he is, right? Yeah. Well, until he pulls out that sweet knife and then you know ends up killing the guy. But Ugh. yeah, he has a thing for knives throughout the whole thing. Well, of course. I mean, I guess you have to, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's part of the job, I guess. But as have written down acting, because Lou Diamond Phillips is like, oh, Melvin, oh, the betrayal. How could he? How was his friend? <sighs> what? All right, let's go get him. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sorry, go ahead. I'll, I'll let you get set the next scene. Sorry, go ahead. I don't know. Yeah. Say we just go back to Melvin's house and, you know, he's making the, the kosher meal and I just have sensual turkey stuffing scene with oh. him and Kiko and guys, it is exactly what you think it is. And I don't know if it's supposed to be hot, but it is not. <laughs> no. <laughs> and they just like spill some sauce on her leg and I'm like, Oh God, I know where this is going. <laughs> There's like a weird '90s love song playing in the background. You know, you know, the sexiest time of the year is Thanksgiving dinner when you're making it. Oh, oh. Yeah. look at that cranberry sauce. Mmm. Oh, God. Here, hold a gizzard while I take it out of the turkey. That's. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, baby. My turkey's brined. And yet, she falls in love with him over these days. Uh, does she? Does because she? he goes leaning in for the move, and then he gets clocked with a pan in the side. Yeah. Eventually, they fall in love. Was it on Sunday? <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I guess on Sunday. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So yeah, Marky Mark gets hit with the pot, and she like tries to like run off or whatever. But of course, he's like, nope. I guess you're going back in the trunk. You know. <laughs> and then here's the thing. So he like gets her, throws her in the trunk, comes back in. And the turkey is like on fire, and I'm like, "You weren't even cooking it yet." <laughs> what What's the fuck on happened? Fire on the stovetop. He hasn't even put it in the oven yet. <laughs> to be fair, he, the brine he used was gasoline. So oh shit, that could be the issue. And he was having a pre-coitus cigarette. I, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, the family's back now, and uh, you know they went and got their hair did too, and. The mom and daughter are already talking about, like, okay, well, we'll we'll break up with him, you know, because he's, he's not Jewish. But we'll wait till after dinner. We don't want to ruin a good meal. You Do you know? think he'll take the money back? <laughs> yeah, right. We're like, oh, if 
fuck everybody in this movie. <laughs> but then Melvin gets a call from his buddy Crunch. Hey, Crunch, where you at, bro? You're supposed to be helping me out. And he's oh. like, I'm leaving the fucking country, homie. <laughs> he's packing. Sorry. Oh, he's not packing. He's packed. He is <laughs> he at a like checkout at counter yeah. at the airport because then he pauses the conversation to be like, yo, I want the shit with Lanolin. None of this aloe vera bullshit. Yes, he has the lotion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so Melvin's like, fuck, I got to get out of town. And so he starts loading up to leave, but then... He hears a knock at the door, <laughs> and Lou Diamond Phillips is there. Cisco. Oh, hello, Mrs. Whatever, Jewison. Um, <laughs> <I don't> <laughs> so he goes back in, and he sees Lou Diamond Phillips and, like, two other dudes in, like, trench coats with AKs, you know, semi-hid. And then, yeah, this is where Elliot Gould, uh, apparently he's been drink- drinking uh, prune juice and rum all day. So yeah, he's yeah a little he found lit. the rum in the freezer and poured it into all the prune juice containers so he's just been drinking drinking rum at <laughs> rum and prune juice which steve and i were like i drink it don't sound too bad to me yeah but uh yeah he starts going to drug speech like my wife is a goddamn bobby doll if she were filled with potatoes or something and i'm like what and my gold digger daughter and you know yeah yeah but yeah, he just goes on and on and on. Meanwhile, Melvin's like looking at Lou oh. Diamond Phillips. They're all like ready to like pull their guns and just start blasting. <laughs> and and he's just like taught. And, and Elliot Gould the whole time's just like, and this poor boy Melvin, he's such a good boy for a goyim. And when I see him here with all his mixed race and thick <laughs> friends yeah. coming together at one table, it just it it makes me think that I've got faith in humanity, even if they're nothing like me, even if they're dark guys. Like it is the weirdest, yeah. racist. It, it just sounds like a drunk. It sounds like a drunk uncle rant. It sounds like a drunk uncle rant. Yep. And then everybody uh, stands up, guns ready to go. And then Elliot Gould pukes all over Lou Diamond Phillips, <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, you nasty motherfucker." And Lou Diamond Phillips, like, somehow slides the tablecloth off and everybody hides their guns because yeah. it's the last table. <laughs> yeah, but then uh, the shootout happens. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. And then uh, Melvin's like, were you going to break up with me? Yeah, sort of. Okay, yeah, well, bye. Because we just don't have the same, you know, you're not Jewish at all. <laughs> What's the, the point of Christina Applegate in this? What was the point of Christina Applegate in this? Shenanigans. Humor and uh, tight clothes. To show that Marky Mark's such a pushover that he has two girlfriends and can't tell either one of them which way is up. Yep. Yeah, so then, uh, yeah, what happens? Yeah, he, like, hops in his little Firebird or whatever and peels off, and Lou Diamond Phillips and everybody's chasing after him, too. So we get a nice little car chase. And then, apparently, Leela Rashawn and her man meet. Yes! they look. They were like leaving, and apparently we're gonna take a shortcut. But now they're exactly back where they started. And I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. I hope they die in this next scene. Uh, <laughs> and we see like six hit hitmen like hanging out of the back of a van, like shooting at Marky Mark as they're racing down the road. Okay, and Leo Rashawn gonna... hits Marky Mark, and it goes like skidding off the road. I like how is it a Trans Am or whatever he has, <laughs> but. He turns it like he's able to spin it and turn around and be able to shoot at the van. It's like, yeah. no, no, no. And there's no way any of those guys on that van will be able to hold on. 
No. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They they're all stuntmen like strapped into that thing. I'm sure. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah, yeah. Anyway, the van like eventually goes off the road or whatever too. Like he shoots at a tire or something. Yeah. And then uh, Marky Mark throws a grenade down there, and boom, they all die. Roll credits. No. No. Not quite. Not quite. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, Marky Mark then takes, uh, I guess a briefcase with a bunch of cash in it. I forget exactly where they got it from. I guess from Lou Diamond Phillips or something. No, it was, I think it was from Chantel. Oh shit. That's right. Yeah. It was from the, the, from Leela Rashawn. Yeah. The 25 grand he gave her. That's right. And did we mention that, uh, the, the hostages with Marky Mark in his yellow car? Oh yeah. 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 She's like in the trunk as it's being shot at. So there's like. Holes oh, it's not a trunk. It's like a like a fastback, and it's all one because she eventually makes her way up to the uh, the passenger seat and is right. Oh yeah, the back seat. Yeah, yeah. And for yeah, so anyway, ways, uh, yeah, he that's... gets the case of the cash and also his copy of King Kong Lives, and uh, yeah, he's gonna make sure he's got that because he's gonna make sure everybody likes him. Yeah. Oh, and he steals Lee Levershawn's car too and drives off. Cause, oh, that's right, because he bought the car for her. That's right. And uh, we also find out Lou Diamond Phillips is still alive. Apparently the explosion merely, uh, I don't know, singed him or something. Well, it is Lou Diamond Phillips. Yeah. And then uh, Paris gets the call from, I assume, Lou Diamond Phillips or whatever, and basically is like, oh, yeah, he killed all the guys, but uh, I think he's heading towards Big Top Video, so we should get him there. (laughs) And my next note is, oh, they're in love now? Okay, that's weird. (laughs) Because she kisses him. Yep. Yep. Like, makes out. And I'm like, what happened from basting a turkey with gasoline to being thrown in the back of a trunk? Did she have time to think at this point? Well, I think now she realizes her dad is broke and nobody's coming for her and this is her only way out. Yeah. The, the concussion's really starting to set in. <laughs> but yeah, while they're making out, uh, we see a car zooming up behind them as they're parked and just rams into the back of them and they go flying off a cliff. Roll credits, guys. What do we think? Now, the car uh, instead lands on a a branch hanging precariously over a cliff. And I'm like, get the fuck out of here. This is the worst CGI I've seen in a long time. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It's pretty bad. Because they keep panning out, and it's like, that's not making the scene look better. Like, no, no. No, they just use the, like, cut and paste and repeat button for the side of the cliff. (laughs) I will say the next part is pretty cool. I do like the next part. Yeah, so, okay, so then they, I guess, climb 10 feet to get back into the forest that is right there next to the cliff and the Big Top video. Don't worry about it. Um, And then Cisco's chasing him in a car through the forest, and, like, he, like, drops the King Kong Lives video, so he's got to go back to get that, and then... There's like they like play a game of chicken and it ends up like flipping the car down a cliff after him and well, yeah it's it's a fucking nutso action scene. Well, he Lou Diamond is driving the car and he's hitting trees in the yeah. forest to knock to, to go after him. And then the whole the best part is Marky Mark. Hey, I don't have a gun, so I'm going to throw grenades at him. <laughs> it's like wait a minute, wait a minute. I did enjoy that, though. Like, I yeah. thought that was a pretty cool scene, like, overall. Oh, yeah, the explosions show up better on screen, too. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so then it's uh, then it's nighttime. Okay, cool. And uh, yeah, we see uh, Kiko. She's just hanging out in front of the Big Top video because they said to, like, meet there and, you know, mm. 
you know, I'll, I'll meet you there kind of a thing before he got chased off by Cisco. And we see a big top video. They're uh, setting up the stand up for taste the golden spray, that big gold uh, poster thing. Or, it's, it's like ex- a statue. It's yeah. the most expensive movie display ever, ever made. And it's mine. It's Kiko's guy dad is like shirtless and has abs. <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, and the titties on that girl. Oh, that's mm-hmm. right. <laughs> yeah. So then uh, Marky Mark walks in with his King Kong lives and walks up to the counter and he's like, "Here's your movie back." It's like, "Oh, Mister Smiley. Oh, look at this late charges. <gasps> and did you not rewind?" <laughs> and I love how Marky Mark just like grabs him by the neck, like, "Listen here, you little shit." <laughs> I'm I'm tired of all your high prices, you know, lousy selection and blah blah blah. And I'm like, oh yeah, this is why video stores aren't a thing anymore. Right? I'm never coming back here again. I'm never shopping here again or renting or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> and that I is remember. the oddest video store. Like, it's two stories, right? Well, yeah. Oh, it, it's amazing. This is another reason why there's no video stores because that video store probably cost two million to make. Easy. They did have a I, don't know. I don't know. We find out a little later. It's a lot of like particle board and you know, <laughs> what? Because then Lou Diamond Phillips, you know, walks in. And he's like, "Hey, Melvin, let's party, motherfucker!" They're like, "Yeah, let's work." And then they fight. And they're fighting. And then they stumble upon the adult section where there's a nice big poster with their number one customer of the month, and it's Crunch. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Jason. What uh, what section of the movie store would you be the number one customer of, besides adult? Besides adult, um, the wrestling section. Yeah. Remember when they used to have the WWF pay per views on VHS? Oh yeah, we would rent that all the. I would rent those all the time. Nice. How about you, babe? Probably delinquency. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was thinking uh, it wasn't at the Silver Screen video by our old apartment, but you and I went to some video place in San Francisco, and I rented a movie. We were like two days late or something with it, and we returned it. And you wanted to get another movie, and they wanted forty seven dollars in late fees. Oh, wow. And I just remember because I was like, oh. And then you were like, well, can I open an account? And they were like, uh, do I, I mean, I guess. And you just opened an account, and I just never paid it. Yeah, yeah. But was Wait. that was that Silver Screen? It wasn't a Silver Screen because because that's the only one I knew out there. Uh, it was somewhere else, and I was with you. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was Silver Screen. Maybe it was right before they closed. <laughs> Fuck them. No, but it was just it was like it's two days late. Yeah, that's forty seven dollars in return fees. It was like, oh no, no, no. <laughs> you can suck all of my ass. Yeah. <laughs> what, what are you gonna do come to my apartment i had that yeah. on a 50 dollar late fee on uh pecker the movie pecker oh really and Is john waters one yeah and i didn't realize i i didn't take it back it was hollywood video at the time and i was like no i took it back well like six weeks later i found it was under the seat of my car and so <laughs> i was like fuck so i drove back threw it in the drop-off Drove off, and like three weeks later, the store closed. I was like, ha ha, I never get my money now. <laughs> Forget it. <laughs> Bastards. Come back when you're Amazon, bitches. <laughs> yeah, I'd be the number one customer of like eight movies or like 
80s post-apocalyptic movies or some shit like that. Escape, <laughs> Escape from New York. Yeah. 2019, the fall after the fall of New York. Caveman. Rats, a night of terror. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so anyway, yeah, Blue Diamond Phillips and Marky Mark, they're fighting, and they end up getting on like, top of this like giant chandelier lighting display that's like in the middle of the store. Yeah, don't worry about Fantastic. it. Fantastic. Yep. And then... Uh, Eventually, Lou Diamond Phillips ends up getting stabbed. Ah! Uh, Melvin, I'm dying. I just, I just want to get a boat and, you know, be out in the ocean and have dolphins swimming alongside and maybe kill a couple of them. That's all I wanted. I just want to shoot. Just want to shoot the dolphins. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he's drawing him in with his uh, death monologues. He's like, Melvin, Melvin, are you there? I can't see. Come closer. And then he like sets this bomb that i guess melvin had on his waist for some reason he's, okay it's strapped to him yeah. yeah it's like okay i don't know how that happened whatever he's strapped to a bomb now and then uh yes yeah, it's the bomb and it falls down and throws the bomb away runs off and he sees kiko outside and but right behind kiko you see a shit ton of like other like suvs and stuff pulling up with like paris and all the japanese i don't know yakuza or whatever showing up and so he's like, oh, shit, and goes running back into the store. What? Boom! Video store fucking explodes. Mushroom cloud shit. You, you forgot to say it was in slow motion, too. Oh, of course. Yeah, this is all in slow motion because it's like over the course of 10 seconds or whatever. <laughs> but Oh, and, and the best part is like there's like the little Polaroid in the back of the behind the counter or whatever that has Melvin's picture for like late fees or whatever. Yeah. And now, after that explosion, the Polaroid falls at Kiko's feet. <laughs> and she's still in a schoolgirl outfit. Did I yep. mention that? Still creepy. Yep. But then we, uh, then we cut to a different scene. And she's in her schoolgirl outfit in college, I assume. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, like, her friends are like, oh, my God, I can't believe they're going to make a big-budget Hollywood movie about you when you're kidnapping. <laughs> I'm like, yep, yep. That's what's happening. Yep. But uh, yeah, she's uh, she's heading heading home to see her dad. Limousine pulls up. She gets in the back, and you know she's looking kind of down because oh man, Marky Mark exploded no, and shit. It just blew up. But then uh, then she hears the driver. Hey, the little lady, can I take you somewhere? <gasps> Melvin. What? And then the, the little partition goes down, and who is it, Jason? Antonio Sabato Jr the fuck <laughs> and then they like stop the car and the door opens and then marky mark walks in and it's like but wait how you want forget it <laughs> it's like he's there the whole time i guess well so she knew antonio sabato jr because uh when she got kidnapped initially they were calling each other all gilligan's island's name yeah and he was the skipper yeah and so she recognized his voice when he said tell me, you know, tell me where you want to go, little lady. And he was like, Skipper. So she knew he was taking her to uh, Marky Mark. She called Marky Mark Skipper, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I think it was Marky Mark's voice. And that's why, like, when it shows Antonio Sabato, it's oh, okay. like, wait, what? But then, but then I guess, yeah, he was, like, riding shotgun, but he, like, got out and is, like, now walking in the side. I don't know. It's not shot very well that way, but, yeah, we'll go with it. Anyway, we see a flashback where Mark Wahlberg 
when he ran back in, he hid behind the uh, taste the golden spray, <laughs> uh, golden display, and that saved him. You know. That's right. Like, your dad made a really good display. Right. You know, and goes back to Izzy's point that everything does connect. Like they do make so, like every well. Christina Applegate's family doesn't connect anywhere, but any, but yeah. oh, they're 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 a distraction, yeah. and they, you know, they they pay off in their own little weird circle. It was, yeah. I mean, they serve their purpose, right? Because the whole yeah. gunfight scene between him and Lou Diamond, you know, when they're shooting between Elliot Gold. <laughs> oh yeah, he's like on the stairs, just <laughs> yes. flailing around, and they're like just trying to shoot around him or whatever. Yeah, he's fine. He's fine. Yeah. These are hitmen, but they can't hit anything. Don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, yeah. So then, uh, yeah, Kiko and Melvin, they're in the backseat. And Melvin's yeah. like, you want to disappear with me? She says, like, you're the man. And, of course, the music playing at that exact time is, I'm the man, 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 I'm the man. I'm like, oh, fucking 90s, man. Um, <laughs> And then, yeah, we see him uh, on a boat sailing away into the sunset. Roll credits. Where does he have money? Right? Uh, he's got Cisco's boat. Oh, and the suitcase with the 25 grand. And okay. oh, yeah, oh, no, I assume he has other Lou money. Lou Diamond Phillips' boat. Remember Lou Diamond yeah. Phillips' bought the yeah. boat? Yeah. 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 But does he have any money to live on? Like... Well, she's got the money because they bought the rights to her life story. Oh, that's oh, right. Okay. I'm sorry. That's yeah. true. That's she true. has legit money. Jason, stop trying to ruin this movie for sorry. her. My bad. My bad. So, guys, yeah, that's the big hit. Jason, how many times would you recommend watching it? I would recommend this at least watching it seven times. I mean, Excellent. I, I really did enjoy it. I do like this film. Uh, as much as I may rip on it, it is a fun film to watch. <laughs> yeah. How about you, babe? Oh, I, I love this movie. This movie's so much fun. Yeah. And it's very much a time capsule movie. It feels mm -hmm. like oh. the 90s. Yeah, yeah. Not everything ages like wine. Some of it's like milk. But yeah, I I really enjoy this It's not this perfect, movie. but it, it, it is of its time. Yeah. Excellent. Well, I guess on that note, uh, we'll take a quick commercial break. Oh, but when we come back, <laughs> we have more beer. Fun facts. And what we learned from the big hit. Hey everybody, are you looking for the perfect stocking stuffer for the holidays? Do you like supporting the arts? Well then you need to check out untidyvenus.etsy.com, the top one-stop shop that always pops her top. <laughs> are you a fan of dinosaurs? Snacks? Dinosaurs made out of snacks? Movie monsters? Unicorns? Cats? Dogs? Rats? Shrimp? Pokemon? Tie-dye? Paracord bracelets? Paracord dog leashes? Enamel pins? Coloring books? Block prints, watercolor, pet portraits, buttons, magnets, stickers, bottle openers, artist trading cards, or really anything else that's awesome? Then stop on by untidyvenus.etsy.com. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping.etsy.com. New items are popping up all the time, so be sure to follow her on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, or Patreon at untidyvenus. Or visit her website at izzycreates.com for the latest. Did I mention the Snackosaurs? How about Gary the Unicorns? UntidyVenus.etsy.com, the goddess who's bad at housekeeping. Check it out now. Hey everybody, this is Jason. And Jeff. And Blake. And we're the History of Bad Ideas podcast. And if you like hearing uh, geeks talk about Fisto from He-Man. Or zombies, or dragons, or zombie dragons. I was given copy to read, but it's a piece of crap. So if you just like any geek or any fun stuff, just listen. 
We drop every Wednesday on iTunes, Stitcher, Tangent Bound Network, or WeBeGeeksPC.com. Oh, God, I'm out of here. And remember to wear a coat. Did you ever go on vacation with your family and hope the dance instructor would fall in love with you? No, but I did think a guy with a giant boombox playing Peter Gabriel outside my window in the middle of the night meant true and undying love. Listen to our podcast, Happily Ever Aftermath, where we revisit these movies and it turns out they weren't the best ideas. What were you thinking? You can find our podcast, Happily Ever Aftermath, on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or your favorite podcatcher. You can also tweet at us at H-E-A-M-C-A-S-T, Heemcast. Hi, this is Dana Gould, and you're listening to Everything I Learned from Movies on your radio, phone, computer, television, or record player. And we're back! Oh my god, Steve, those are the greatest ads that have were added in the history of adding! Oh, she said it! Make it better every week! Bust some caps! Yeah. <laughs> oh, hi, Jason, uh, you still uh, got a drink on your end? I am done with orange agave. I'm done. Oh! So now I have water with lemon. As I've going hard, as I have pretty much every episode that we've <laughs> filmed, recorded, I always have water with a little lemon juice in it. Living on the edge. Nice. <laughs> well, on our end, uh, we have a special beer <gasps> from Roja Brewing Project. Mm-hmm. Their Project Porter. Yeah. Five percent alcohol by volume. <clears throat> our third partner, neither the Ro nor the Ha, is affectionately known as. The project. A beer in his honor was overdue, but we needed just the right fit. Our porter is balanced, never boring, and sure to be the friend you can count on again and again, just like your own project here at Roja. Brewer secret, the project's rich brown hue comes from the roasted chocolate malts. Okay. Pairs well with year-long sabbaticals, flannel shirts, and waxing irons. (laughs) All right. That's Roja Brewing, Salt Lake City, Utah. And, uh, my top. Oh, it's top. Nice. Ah. And the handover. Ooh. Are you listening? <laughs> Ooh, it smells like chocolate. Yeah. Like dark chocolate. The darkest of chocolates. Oh, shit. That's really good. Right? It's dark chocolatey. It's not too bitter. Um, it's not too dry. Like, it's... It's got a nice multi backbone without also being like too sweet. Yeah, I could drink yeah. the shit out of that. Yeah, definitely just like a like a dark chocolate, uh, a little like roast kind of. Yeah, like a little roastiness, like a little roast coffee to it, kind of. Yeah, almost, like but... like the chocolate with the uh, the espresso nibs in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, just nice light dry. I feel like you drink it all day, oh, <laughs> and it would just be a really chocolatey day, but. Uh, yeah, Roja Brewing. Check it out, Project Porter. Uh, lady, gentlemen, would either of you be interested in any fun facts, or should we skip it this time? No, I actually do fun have a couple facts. things. Um, fun facts, because they're fun, fun facts. I'm looking up online now, like the video, like images of the video store, because I wanted to see if I missed any like fun little things in the the you know Easter eggs in that. Um, one. Uh, Marky Mark's uh, jacket, his yellow jacket that he wears in, at the end. Uh, I think I had that jacket. I think I did. Oh, <laughs> that one? I, I think I did. I Marky think... Mark stole your jacket. It's a rain. Yeah, it's rain. It's it's. I'm 99% sure I had that when I was a uh, like early 20, early 20s. <laughs> so fun fact: Jason was once fashionable. Ah, <laughs> I don't know about that. Uh, <laughs> 
and the second thing is, I was just kind of looking at images because I kind of wanted to see if I missed anything. There is a Fruitopia uh, poster in the video store. <laughs> oh, shit, yeah. Guys, remember Fruitopia? Oh, my God. I was just kind of see. Uh, and then pretty much everything else, like, you know, uh, the number one adult film star and all that. Or, you know, renter and that. So, I mean, there wasn't yeah. too much else, but it was definitely. Oh, the other thing. When they walk in, the movie poster that is, like, in framed as soon as you walk in the movie store, or the video store, Godzilla. From oh, 90... Godzilla 97. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Matthew Broderick. Nice. Oh. oh, but guys, Rotten Tomatoes, what do you think the critics thought of the big hit? Oh. Uh, Jason, would you like to go first? I'm going to so, I'm gonna say this is a fan cult favorite fan fan favorite but not a critic's favorite i'm going to go 43 percent um yeah i don't think the critics are gonna love this movie which is a goddamn shame i'm gonna say 23 percent jason you're cheating 43 percent with the critics i'm not cheating i swear to you i'm taking a picture of what's on my computer right now and sending it to you i'm not cheating all right Fine, fine, fine. All right, 43%. What about that audience score, though? Oh, audience? Uh, I'm going, I would say 95%, but I know that's too high. Uh, <laughs> you're doing percentage, right? Not great. Yeah, yeah, percentage. Okay. percentage yeah. I'm going 79%. Babe? I'm going to say 65. This is closer. It's actually 57%. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I, 13... I, I swear to you, I did not cheat on that 43%. Right, right. I was going around 37. I thought I'd go up a little bit. Wow. <laughs> Look at me go. It's all good. Uh, $13 million budget, worldwide gross of $27 million. So, yeah, broke even. That's why there wasn't a, a bigger hit or whatever the sequel would be. $27 million? Yeah, $27 million. Wow. Yeah, $13 million budget. Hmm. Yeah. The role of Melvin Smiley was written originally with Martin Lawrence in mind. Oh. That sounds horrible. <laughs> that sounds bad. Oh, my. Oh, my. Let's see. Uh, in the script, Melvin had more of a backstory to explain why he was afraid of people disliking him and why both of his parents were dead. Oh, boy. I wonder if those are linked. Um, however, due to time and budgetary restrictions, this element was cut before shooting began. Also probably good. Yeah. Uh, in the original script the video store kid was only a voice heard over the phone he was never seen until the end of the film however when danny smith was hired the uh, red-headed kid it was decided to insert his scenes into the film and introduce him physically earlier oh. how could right. you not right oh, i mean he's pure hot. dripping charisma right yeah. he is he's so awful he's great though i like how he's crying at the end when it, the video store is blown up have you guys ever worked somewhere where if it got blown up you'd cry no i mean i like to feel like i currently do but i work from home no (laughs) (laughs) that's a good call steve Steve definitely wouldn't be taking a shit on the burning remains i'm putting the fire out i'm helping (laughs) i'm trying to suffocate it (laughs) uh the name of the yacht that kiko and melvin are sailing at the end in is Grande Pinoche, which is misspelled and grammatically incorrect, but translates loosely to 
big pussy. That echoes an insult Cisco directed at Melvin during the locker room scene earlier in the movie. <laughs> wow. Yeah, there you go. Also, Mark Wahlberg and China Chow, who played Kiko, ended up in a four-year relationship after this film. Oh, shit. Her and Marky Mark did? Yeah. Wow. Four years, too. Yeah. Huh. Uh, China Chow, who plays Kiko, despite claiming to have not cooked before in the kitchen scene, is in real life the daughter of famous restaurateur Michael Chow. Oh. I'm assuming of Mr. Chow's, right? That uh, would be my guess. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense to me, right? Sure. <laughs> but guys, what did we learn from the big hit? Uh, Jason, as our guest, would you like to go first? Yeah, I will. Uh, I learned that <laughs> your hand is much more pleasurable than a woman. Straight jacking, homie! <laughs> I got my, I got my bars or whatever he had. Straight jacking saves you that cream! That's right. Straight jacket saves you the cream. You can ask any single guy, could, would you rather get laid or masturbate? I'm sure every one of them would say that, right? Pretty much. Oh, yeah. How about you, babe? What did you learn? I learned that turkeys will burst into flames if left at room temperature. <laughs> yeah, you got to be careful. <laughs> you know, kitchen safety tip right there, folks. Guys, I, I legit learned from this movie... You really can't care about other people liking you if they're just being gold digging assholes. You really just need to like stick up for yourself and and do you. I because li- this came out when I was like seventeen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like legit at this point was like, you know what? This movie's fucking right. Fuck all these other bitches. I'm doing me. You know. Fuck <laughs> that. Straight jacket, a- homie. No. Anyway. Straight yeah. Jacket. Get that lanolin shit. None of this aloe vera bullshit. This this was also where I, I realized I really love King Kong Lives, and I'm glad I've got a copy of it now. Coming next month in April! Oh, shit! <laughs> and I know who our special guest is, the only other person I know on the planet who has a copy. That's right. <laughs> uh, you know who you are! Interesting part. Who do you think would have a better, better career? Uh, Bookham Woodbine, who was straightjacking, or China Chow? Uh, Bokeem Woodbine, obviously. I totally butchered that name. Uh, he's in Halo next, the TV series. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was in um, one of the Spider-Mans or whatever. He was one of the Shockers, him and uh, Logan Marshall oh, Green. Oh, he was. Yeah. He's a Marvel. He's a, He <laughs> was in Ghostbusters. A Sony Marvel, whatever, but yeah, still. <laughs> I, always, I always try to see, like, what these people do afterwards, like, after, like, these And, like, China Chow hasn't worked since, like, 2006. Um, well, she she probably runs like three or four restaurants yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah, she doesn't have to. No, I mean. Let's see. Let's Google it. What is China Chow doing now? Uh, she is the daughter of late model designer Ty- Tina Chow, who died of AIDS in '92, and Michael Beach. Chow, whose Mister Chow restaurants are the talk hey! of the town. And, yeah. So I'm guessing she's doing that. Um, yeah. But yeah, her last. Film credit was TV credit was Burn Notice in 2007. Hell yeah, baby! So she was on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills in 2019. Oh, so I was just kind of interested. She was a model for Shiseido, the makeup company, Tommy Hilfiger, and Calvin Klein. Uh, She worked for Harper's Bazaar and Vogue as a model. Uh, Made a couple of movies. 
so what you're saying is that uh, she may she may not have worked for a couple years and still made more money than I will in my whole lifetime. Oh, absolutely, yes, absolutely. Okay. Gotcha. And I don't know. Maybe if you sell some of those pop dolls, no, anyway. <laughs> you know, oh. your garage full of them. I got an Archie Riverdale one. 2022 update. China Chow is currently living with her life partner, Billy Idol. What? What? The Billy Idol or some other Billy Idol? I don't know. It says Billy ah. Idol. That's all it says. Uh, research further. Um, <laughs> no, I'm looking. She China had no. Chow. She had no prior acting experience before her first role in the big hit. She actually did pretty what? decent for it. Yeah, yeah, she was actually, like, really funny and stuff. Oh, here we are. Yep, it's the Billy Idol. The Billy Idol. Holy shit. How does that Good happen? For her. She's what? She's 47. He's, I don't know, 68 or some shit. You know what? I'm glad she landed on her feet. Yeah. Holy shit. Good for them. <laughs> I would also quit. Oh, he's 62. Sorry. Oh, okay. She's I also would quit. Oh, wait. No, he's 66. Sorry. That, that was the 2018 article. She's 48. Would... She was born in 74. All wow. right. Yeah. So they're, like, they're like 15 years difference. Yeah, it's not too bad. Yeah. I also would quit acting if Billy Idol was like, hi. What you doing? Apparently she was dating Keanu Reeves at one point. What? Good. Oh, that's awesome. Good for her. She was also in Frankenfish. That, that was a thing. No, yeah. I, I love how we've gone through a deep dive of China Chow's career. Right. <laughs> so you were saying who had a who had a better career arc? I'm gonna go ahead and just say China Chow. Looking <laughs> would buy an ain't straight jacking it to Billy Idol. So right. No, if I had said who do you think lives with Billy Idol, China Chow. <laughs> 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 <Keanu Wood. laughs> wow. Who dated Keanu for a few years? Yeah. China Chow. <laughs> We just really met on like the sweetest sweet set of sweet November. It really hit it off. Can we go down to Avery Brooks? No, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait, Elliot Gould and Billy Idol are a thing? Yeah. <laughs> well, Jason, thank you so much for joining us here on Everything I Learned from Movies. Um, I understand you also have a podcast. We do. Uh, it's the History of Bad Ideas. It's a weekly roundtable that comes out every Tuesday night. You guys have been on it once or twice? 17? Uh, maybe have? three times. Yeah. yeah. We did yeah. what now? <laughs> yeah, so History of Bad Ideas uh, every Tuesday night. You can follow us at Bad Ideas Podcast. Uh, History of Bad Ideas on Facebook. Uh, it is still a thing. We send out a lot of uh, news updates, like for entertainment and that movie news um, on that and uh, find us on, I don't know, every podcatcher, podcast, Apple, whatever it is. Um, we're everywhere. And, uh, yeah, just a weekly roundtable with uh, anywhere from three to five people talking. Uh, when you guys come on, it's like seven, so it's okay. <laughs> so uh, Actually, when we come on, it's usually three or four, so. It is. Because every, everybody seven. else has, ooh, I gotta take my son to baseball and stuff like that. Hey, that was me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I did find out that Jim has admitted that I don't do Zoom. It's like what? <laughs> He's like, I I think it's great that you have people on. I don't do Zoom. Oh, okay, thanks for letting me know next time. <laughs> there you go. So, oh no, I was gonna say he has a strong political stance against Zoom. Yes, damn liberals. Um, right. <laughs> it took uh, our jobs. <laughs> uh, babe, are you on social media at all? 
I am. You can find me everywhere at Untidy Venus. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping. I'm on all the social medias. I also have an Etsy shop where I sell my goods and wares at untidyvenus.etsy.com. And I have a Patreon. Come join my Sticker of the Month Club at Untidy Venus. Uh, I post our home improvement projects. I post art when I'm doing it. I post pictures of my pets because who doesn't love pictures of pets? Yeah. yeah. How about you, Steve? Where do we find you? Oh, you can find us everywhere on all the major podcatchers under Everything I Learned from Movies, or you can hit us up direct on Twitter, Facebook, and Patreon at EILF Movies. That's Everything I Learned from Movies. Oh, baby, you mentioned untidyvenus.etsy.com. Is there some sort of code where they can get a discount? No. Uh, Wait. Jason, do you know of one? I do. And I'll, first off, let me give you my testimony. You make these magnets, and you're going to be doing some other stuff for us this year, I think, for the Expo, since I come at Expo September 23rd through 25th. And uh, seriously, love the magnets. I say it every time I come on. I have them on my refrigerator. Those things are the strongest magnets I've seen. So right, they're awesome. <laughs> they're so good. Yeah, don't put them next to your your cell phone or credit card or anything like that. But yeah, they'll uh, they'll hold. <laughs> they they hold up my kids' uh, uh, art projects uh, on the refrigerator really well. But you can get a d- discounted code at Hobie Pod when you go to Untidy Venus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Well, I guess until next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. I'm Jason. And this is Everything I, I Learned I From Movies. Have a good night, everybody. Bye. Rejected, homie. Oh, baby, we should get along fine. So give me.